It's the best bits of the all-day breakfast. Reheat you on Sin 90.7. It's good to wake up. Yeah, it's good to wake up in the late afternoon. Welcome to Australia's latest breakfast show. The best and greatest way to start your day after lunchtime. It is Sin 90.7's All Day Breakfast with Josh, Eli and myself, Brenny. Hey, we've got a big, big, big... Big show coming huge, out today. Huge. huge. Just to clarify, Eli had to move away from the mic. That's how big it was. Yeah, to make room for it, you got to take a couple of steps back, back and take a run up at this show. It's we, so big. <laughs> we do because Dr. Josh is back answering your academic questions. We've opened the mailbag again. We have. I've got a massive announcement, and you know who's coming on. Gretel Colleen. I was trying to make a pun from it. I couldn't. Damn. Josh, we should have left some bread clothes. Sorry, I, I stepped on that one. I had to take a couple of steps back. All right. <laughs> Try that again, Brent. No, it's too late now. It's yeah, too late. Gretel Colleen's going to be on the show talking to us. And we're just... I, oh, I'm nervous. But really, really excited. Josh, I think our boy's got a cheeky little crush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to do. But anyways, what have we got? We've got Nasty Mars now with Leona <laughs> yeah, coming top up. Top track, so uh, enjoy. We're putting the kettle on with the all-day breakfast on Sin 90.7. It's the all-day breakfast traffic report on Sin 90.7. Oh, hey, you know what it's time for. That's, hmm. that throbbing baseline means it's time to check the traffic. A bike rider in South Yarra has had a near miss this morning as they received a flat tyre on the way to work. The rider noticed the drop in air pressure after traversing through the MCG at a high rate of knots and hitting the Riverside Expressway only to find a drop in air pressure. No one was hurt in the accident, but the bike rider was said to have suffered some deflated feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of bikes, one of those yellow and grey bikes has found its way up a tree mysteriously in South Melbourne yesterday. The barista who served coffee to Seinfeld last week, all day breakfast reheated, you can catch that, uh, was quoted as saying, yeah, man, I don't really know how it manifested its way there, but... (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I guess that's just the beauty of the universe, no? Like, you just don't know. Local (laughs) residents... Local residents are overheard saying they want to burn the bikes to the ground. A student in Seddon has had a rude shock after cleaning the toilet with their mouth open this morning. A fatal error occurred when their mouth was open as they were scrubbing the bowl and one of the toilet brush bristles flicked against the bowl, making a little speck of water float into the resident's mouth. No injuries were reported other than a newly found phobia of toilets. Other than that, Montague Street is bloody clogged out the wazoo and you can put the Westgate in the bin. No hope of getting getting <laughs> home on time with that. And the escalators in Melbourne flying quite freely. Beautiful. Yes. Report with Josh Parrish. Thanks, Eli in the sky. Ah, such soothing music. And in the immortal words of one Eddard Stark, winter is coming. <laughs> Nuclear winter, that is, following oh. the continuing escalation of hostilities with the rogue state of North Korea. As our listeners are no doubt aware, US President Donald Trump has promised to respond to any North Korean acts of aggression with, and I quote, a fire and fury the likes of which the world has never seen. <laughs> Should the warheads indeed be deployed, the sky is set to blaze with the radiance of a thousand suns as millions faced, face instant cremation. 
As nuclear firestorms incinerate cities and forests, torrents of smoke will ascend into the stratosphere, entombing the planet in billowing black clouds of ash. So dark. (laughs) The result will be noontime darkness, plummeting temperatures, and the eventual death of all life on planet Earth. Our listeners are therefore advised to stay indoors at all costs, preferably under the bed, curled into the fetal position with a paper bag over their head as they await the impending apocalypse. But for the rest of today, it'll be 16 degrees, partly cloudy, with uh, light showers clearing towards the mid-afternoon. Thanks, boys. That's uh, We're all up to date. Uh, coming up next, we have mealtime uh, segment prepped by our very own Eli. But up next, very next, in fact, we have Good Boy with Fishing with a Shotgun. Stick around. Half a day is gone, and the best is still to come. On the all-day breakfast, Sim 90.7. If you've just tuned in, you're on Sin 90.7, the all-day breakfast with Brent, Josh and Eli. Now, last week, Eli, you were banging on about all this food that you cooked with your me going burgers and everything today, and I understand today you've got something pretty special for us. Mm, yeah, it's... Well, I am a chef. Uh, you know? I wouldn't say technically speaking that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I thought I'd... Because people want to know these things, I thought I'd give it to them. I, I thought I'd give them the sauce, the sriracha sauce. <laughs> Called Mealtime. Josh, can you play the singer for me? I can indeed. Yeah, one sec. You just bloody throw it on there. Mealtime. Oh, and that it is. Um, this week's Mealtime. What it is. Mealtime, if you don't know, is where I grab ordinary household ingredients and turn them into culinary masterpieces. What did, you, what did you call them just then? Ordinary household stuff. I don't know. I forget. What, what, did you try to say culinary there? Culinary. I think I thought you said cauldronry. It doesn't uh, really matter. The fact <laughs> is, there's a hot recipe that you need to know about. All right, fire some. What do you got? They've been sitting in our cupboard for years and years now. Pizza shapes. They're so, so underrated. And the thing is, we need to put it into our main meals. And so what I've got for you today is... Pizza-shaped lamb, slow-cooked lamb shank with pitters and a nice salad. Um, just real quick, mm-hmm. you reverse reverse engineering. Pizza shapes are a brought-down version of pizza, which is a real meal. Yeah. It's a snack oh. version of a real meal. Yeah, yeah. So the flavouring is the thing that you really love the most. And what you got to do... You ha- so there's, there's, there's a ten-step... Thing to this. All right, fire it up. Here we go. Um, so what you got to do? You got to get your shapes done, and then put them out of the box into a strainer. Lightly fondle the shapes to extract any of the flavouring off it. In so the you're strainer. not using the actual biscuits, just the no, no, flavour. No, no, because you want to make you want to maintain the biscuits intact for the entree for everyone else. So you just lightly fondle the flavouring all the way off, so you end up with a small bowl of flavouring. Mostly on your fingers. Yeah. Mostly in the bowl. Okay. Nah, doesn't seem that way. Also, who's eating entrees of plain biscuits? <laughs> I am, uh, with cheese. And so you, you, you grab yeah, that, fun. grab your lamb shank, put it on the plate, roll, uh, add a bit of harissa and maybe some Cajun, <laughs> just a small bit, just to the flavouring. And so you roll the lamb shake, yeah. dust it up, full of all, uh, all of this... Shapesy goodness. Is the lamb shank already cooked or not cooked Frozen. yet? Frozen. Oh, it's, oh, well, you know, on its way um, to be cooked. So <laughs> right. lightly okay. thawed. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> lightly yep, yep. thawed lamb shank, roll it in, um, sauce it up. Meanwhile, frying some onions and garlic in a pan. Yeah. Plop the lamb shank in, mm-hmm. two hours, walk away, make your salad, make your pitters, and then make some hummus as well, a bit of lemon. Put it all Beautiful. together on a plate once it all kind of, the flowers amalgamate, and what you get is a, a fine meal. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna crush your dreams here, buddy. Mm-hmm. Did you taste it? Well, I made it. I made it on Monday. 
So this is a real life invention. This is uh, yeah yeah. I've this got exists. Photos of it. Do you have an evidence? Yeah yeah. Pixar I've, didn't happen. I've got I've got I've got step by step evidence of me making this meal, which I think we're going to post on. Online. All right, we'll do it. All right, we'll find this. I need to. The people need to see. It. The people deserve yeah, to yeah. see that this has happened. But all right, did anyone other than you eat this? So my roommate has just turned vegetarian. She's so like, it smells real good. That the house, the aromas of uh, lamb and pizza shanks. Like, Are you sure it's not just the lamb? <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But all right, so <laughs> the thing is, roommate was keen. She thought I was, I was, I've lost it. Took the photos. Obviously. And, um, yeah, she was like, I would have a go, but I'm vegetarian now. So, unfortunately, she couldn't. The thing is, the beauty of it is, it, it lives online, I think. And it's, I would do it again. The thing is, the the flavouring, it's, it's not the fresh out of the box flavouring that I'm, um, I'm trying to find. Are you saying that there's a demand now? There for, is. There's a demand for just shape seasoning. No no actual biscuits, just the seasoning full shapes. Um, look, uh, I'm... Actually, I'd be down for that. I don't know why I'm trying to pull that again, so that it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, look, so this, the, the thing is, it's, it's about the meal. It's what you do with it, not just that stuff. But anyways, that is... Meal time for this week. Josh, can you play the singer again? He's got to run out the segment. Is yeah, it a meal time? I can. Meal I've time. got my training wheels on as yeah, yeah. a as a panel, but here we go. Meal time. A dish that is as nice as that stinger. Hey, uh, coming up next, you know who's going to be on? Who, who? Who's going to be on? Well, not on the latest breakfast show in Australia. Go on. Gretel Colleen. Ah, I've heard of her. <laughs> She's going to be talking to us live very, very soon on the All Day Breakfast Meanwhile, we're going to throw to Jess Locke right now with Universe on C90.7. You're on the all-day breakfast, Sin 90.7. That was Body Type Silver. And now, on the all-day breakfast exclusive, we've got a very special guest via the phone to the Sin Studios. Ladies and gentlemen of the all-day breakfast, make Gretel Colleen feel very welcome. That, that would work really well, Brent, if we had a live audience, but we don't. Yeah, okay. Well, it's an adaptive process. Gretel, how are you? I'm good. Wow, what a crowd you have there. <laughs> <laughs> what is like three of you. That's yeah. amazing. All, all our I'm listeners are right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I can't be there in the studio with you. It's always much more fun bouncing off each other. But uh, thank you for having me on the show. Look, you've, you've done everything else um, in, in all of history. The last thing you've got to do is come on the all-day breakfast, so, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's all right. It's, uh, we're very, very happy to have you on here anyway. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a big pleasure for us to have you on, uh, and you're, you're such a busy lady. We're glad you took some time out of your schedule to get onto the show. Uh, what we're going to jump into, though, is a few spicy questions here for you if you've got the time. Imagine if I said I don't. That would be a very weird interview, wouldn't it? Um, yes, I do. Fire away. I love being asked questions. Beautiful. Well, uh, Gretel, I I like to think of myself as a fairly entertaining human being uh, <laughs> a long time. However, our pra- our past very nearly intersected twice in the in the history of mankind, uh, yours and mine. Do tell. Okay. When was that? Uh, it would have been... A, uh, I couldn't give you exact dates. Uh, but <laughs> basically, I auditioned and got quite far into the uh, Big Brother process. Uh, Did you what? What year? Do you? It was uh, in it, the beginning or when? Uh, both in the beginning and towards the end. It was both your last year and about I think the third year into the show. 
And what were you thinking? What was what was your reasoning for doing it? But <laughs> uh, it was mostly to meet you. I figured we we could hang out, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe get a cuppa afterwards or something. Uh, but uh, but oh, well, I guess I guess in a way you've ended up with a chat. I mean, it's not quite the direct route that you thought it would be, <laughs> but um, we're chatting now. So there you go. Grab a cup of tea. Oh, fantastic! This is all my dreams come true. <laughs> I was the only the only question I I have is if you had to try I know you've spent very little time with me but if you had to guess one reason why I wouldn't have got on the show what would it be It's not that I'm bitter about it I just need to know <laughs> <laughs> What has this like just been an open wound in your life for all these years oh, um, So yes. let me think what could it be um, I I think it was just because you're too special and you just would have stood out too much and not given anyone else a chance to win. Oh, thank goodness that hole has been filled. That, like, can you sleep at night now? Oh, it's, it's going to be much funny? easier. That is that is the closure I've been looking for for years. Thank you, Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. a pleasure. Before this devolves into Brent's personal therapy session, um, we'll shift away from the self-indulgence for a little bit here. Um, okay. So, Gretel, take us back to the moment you realised entertaining was going to be your career. I didn't really, I don't think. I started studying law. Um, I didn't come from a family of entertainers or anything like that. But I think I think um, creative people, for lack of a better phrase, or artists, there's, there's just something inside them. There's a, a yearning, and if you don't follow that yearning, uh, you simply don't feel complete. You have to... It's a hunger, and you have to satisfied and you spend the rest of your life creating things to satisfy that hunger. So I actually think it's a choice. Sorry? You're preaching to the choir here, Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You tell me, what do you think? Do you think it's similar? Yes. Um, it was beautiful. Yeah, I, I think I think it's very, very similar. Um, I, I, I definitely resonate with all, of, all the things you just said. That burning desire to make hot radio content. <laughs> <laughs> Really? Fair enough. Well, sounds like you're doing. How long have you guys been doing this together? Mm, seven, seven, maybe 12 to 18 weeks, maybe, thereabouts. Oh, okay, so you've only just started. Mm. Okay, oh, exciting times. Okay, what's the next question? Um, just, just in case you don't know, you just tuned in, Sin 90.7, All Day Breakfast, Gretel Colleen's on the line. Um, I just want to ask you, Gretel, what was it like having Ray Martin as your TV husband? Oh, you're going back a very long time, when I was about... 23 or something, and uh, Ray was hosting the midday show, and we needed something in the afternoons, on Friday afternoons, so I devised a show called A Town Like Dallas, uh, which was like a pantomime. Uh, it was just meant to be the end of a Friday show, but it rated incredibly well. A lot of people used to tune in just to watch that. Ray played my husband, Raimondo Trotter, and I was Sylvia Trotter, and uh, it was brilliant. I adore him. Um, he can't act. <laughs> um, and he can't really walk and talk at the same time with a script. Oh, but really? Nobody cared. Nobody cared. Well, I mean, he can do everything else, and he's the warmest, smartest man in the world. So it was wonderful. We did that for a couple of years, and uh, it was a great treat. We used to rehearse in all of us in the squash courts across the road from Channel 9, which I don't even think are there anymore, and uh, we all had a hoot. Oh, wow. That's, that sounds like an amazing time. It's uh, probably the best way to spend midday that isn't the all-day breakfast. Uh, but uh, <laughs> looking back over your career, you've done everything from hosting to comedy to uh, writing. You've written over 20 books, 25 books, I think, at last count. Um, um, 
Don't know. 23rd, 28th, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did the first one. Um, I'd written a letter to a friend who was living in New York. Um, when I, I don't know how old I was, early 20s or something, and uh, she had a book scout staying with her. Book scout is someone who looks for books to publish. And mm-hmm. she read the letter. And she contacted me and said, would I like to write a book? Um, And meanwhile, I think I had another book offer came in at the same time. So for a while there, because I was doing voiceovers a lot, but voiceovers, you never knew how much income you'd earn, I would meter out the books. So they were actually my reliable income for a while there. Wow. Property. Well, with all those projects, uh, what's the thing, if you look back over it, that's brought you the most joy? Which project, which, which thing you've done brought you the most joy over your career? Oh, I think if you two really are artists, you will know that it's the next one that's going to bring you the great It's always the next one. Every piece of the pro that we knew you were, that was beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yeah, it's it's always that that thing because you want to extend yourself more, challenge yourself, see what you're capable of doing. And that's what the next one promises. And that that yearning, that creative yearning that you've, you've talking about there is that what inspires you to to inform and entertain us as you have um well sometimes you do it for money but not, you know, <laughs> that's not the driving force i like people i'm curious uh, i have a, a low boredom threshold so i really like to um be stimulated by conversation and activities and i want to see what i'm capable of doing so performing is a great way to do that because it, it challenges you physically, mentally, emotionally in every which way. So it suits a free spirit. I don't think it, it suits someone who likes routine and, um, and normality because you're not going to get that. Wow. And who would want it? Yeah, exactly. The amount of things you've just taught us in the space of under 10 minutes is pretty incredible. Um, Gretel, I just want to throw to a song. Do you have a request for us? Well, I was thinking I would like to hear Janis Joplin because what a voice, what an amazing voice. Died young, made an impact on the whole world. Uh, I wish she was still here, but um, Peace of My Heart is a great song. All right. The magic of radio is we've got that going on now. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I mean... I'm sure we can rustle it up. Yeah, I'm sure we can <laughs> rustle it up. Josh, you got it there, mate? Yep, uh, just, uh, it's right here. So we'll come back after Janis Joplin, Peace of My Heart, here on The Old Way Breakfast. Went home. That was Janice Joplin there, Peace of My Heart, as requested by Gretel Clean, who joins us now on the phone all day breakfast in 90.7. Gretel, thanks for requesting that. Absolute banger. Isn't it great? Great songs. Um, there's so many timeless songs from that era. But anyway, on we go, because this is the breakfast show, so I guess you need to know what I have for breakfast. Is that right? <laughs> oh, what? Well, oh, You've got to right. ease yourself into that one, I think. Jeez, Gretel, just don't jump the gun so quick. It, it, we don't call it the big question because we throw it around willy-nilly. You know, it's... Really? It's... Well, tell me, what do you guys have for breakfast? <laughs> oh, man. She's really flipped this on us. Yeah, she's really uh, done a number. I will, so, just so you know, I eat oats, a bit of almonds, some flaxseed, um, with all sorts of stuff, some bee pollen as well, berries, <laughs> and then a little banana green smoothie. That's the okay, s- you must have a very long time to prepare all that. <laughs> Don't yes. actually have a job by the time. Um, Pretty true. Uh, that's good, it's healthy. I've uh, never eaten breakfast for the last three years because I often, uh, as is the theme of the show, waking up after 12, so... Good. <laughs>
I usually... Oh, really? Okay. Well, maybe you have late-night snacks of pizza or something before you go to bed and that... It's good. Like a breakfast. Doctors say uh, take a lot of carbs just before you go to bed. That's the best way to live forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they say. And drink a lot of coffee, eat a lot of sugar. Exactly. That's yeah, that's the recipe. Um, <laughs> but if you if you guys are performing at night, that's um, that tips everything upside down, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, I'm trying to have a regular lifestyle. Yeah. I usually grab something terrible, white and processed from Breadtop on my way to uni when I'm late. Um, but Okay, that sounds... Well, we don't want to say anything about... It's revolting. Brand, you don't, don't have to be nice about it. Um, but enough of... <laughs> yeah, the word processed is a bit of a worry. <laughs> enough of asking, you know, enough of us, you know, talking about our boring lives. How about um, we uh, ask you the big question? Now, this Greta Colleen, former host of Big Brother... Multiple children's author, just general uh, Australian entertainment whiz and ultimate pro. Here's the big question. Here's the big question. Gretel Colleen, what do you eat for breakfast? Wow, I feel like there should be some sort of prize or cash (laughs) inducement here. Um, Community radio. Yeah, it's like, wow, there's really a lot of pressure to eat something amazing for breakfast. <laughs> and uh, I don't. Um, toast, peanut butter, honey. These are just all thrown in there at some point. These are might be consumed during a week. Muesli, mm-hmm. yogurt, banana. Not necessarily in that order or necessarily packaged together. I'm sorry, I, I really wish I could say, oh, dragon blood with some mistletoe, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I know they say it's the most important man of the day, but I think it might just be the most important one to you guys. Yeah. I mean, because, um, they're well, staples. Of you anyway. They're staples for a reason. Classics are the classics. You know, we, we, we don't want to step on them. You don't have to, you don't have to you know, make your own cheese like tomorrow or dine. Like, who does that, really? <laughs> and plus, dragon's blood just takes forever to prep, you know? Oh, <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> but um, something we uh, haven't addressed yet, uh, you have a new book coming out. The Zebra Who yeah, Lost Its Spots? Um, yep, yeah, The Zebra Who Lost Its Spots. It's, um, it's interesting. It, it's, it's evolved since its early concept, which was just a really basic story about being different. But then as it's evolved, I think uh, due to political influence and what's going on in the world, it's actually become a fable about um, how complete freaking nusses get to rule the world, <laughs> which is weirdly um, on point, I think. So it's... It's evolved. It's not a children's book, but if people go to my website, we're actually taking advance orders now, and uh, which is exciting because that's the first time we've ever published a book like through my company. Wow! And uh, and I think it's really exciting. It's exciting with the freedom of the challenge, and I really like the concept. I'm not answerable to anyone, and I think it's really strong. It's just such an interesting time in life and in history, and to be analysing it. Under the guise of a rhyming fable is um, yeah, a real intellectual challenge. I've, I've enjoyed it, but it's meant that a great deal of what I'm doing, I'm now rhyming, like when I'm saying hello to people, so mm-hmm. that's a bit weird. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, but the rest of it, I'm loving. So if anybody does want to check it out, get in early, because I don't know what the print run's going to be like. I, as we mentioned before, you know, you want to move on to the next project and the next thing, but I think this one might might be significant. I think it might be, and I could be completely right on that or completely wrong. 
Well, we certainly hope that you are completely right on that one. Uh, otherwise, all that uh, all that rhyming slang might have just been a little bit uh, novel. <laughs> Awful. Oh, that's a really good joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Are, are Remember you, that hole that you filled before? That's gone now. <laughs> your stand-up, like, dad joke? Unfortunately, no. But, <laughs> but, uh, but my day-to-day life is. Uh, Gretel, can you tell us, if we are looking to pre-order anything, where can we find you? What's, what's your website? Where are you about? Uh, it's just my name with .com.au on the end. Uh, so go to clean.com.au. And we do do shows around the place. We're heading to Alice Springs and heading to Brizzy in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. And Christmas I head to Berlin. I'm not sure if I'll be doing um, shows there, but no doubt creating something or other. So it's always worth following what's going on. And, I mean, people should follow as much as they can because there are people out there in the big wide world doing amazing and inspiring things. And sometimes mm-hmm. we get caught in our own little silo and we don't realise what the potential of the world is, you know. So, yes, come, you won't necessarily discover that at my website, but uh, you will find out about shows and the books that's going to change the world. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first, exclusively on the All Day Breakfast. Are you just stopping by Melbourne at all anytime soon? Well, I'm down there doing the project regularly, but we don't have another gig lined up for a little while. Um, But we do do gigs there, so... um, Please, everybody, stay tuned because Melbourne's like my second home. So, oh. of course, I want to do another one there as soon as we can. All right, I'm I'm glad that the third home would be the Auburn Day Breakfast. <laughs> Sin ninety point seven. Gretel Clean, thank you so much for joining us today. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure and a thrill. It, it's really been lovely. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> we will do. But up next, we've got news with Feeling Good, so stick around. You're listening to Australia's laziest radio show. Feeling good. And we are feeling good after that fantastic chat with Gretel Klein. You're on the old day breakfast, Sin 90.7. Feeling good by Muse just there. Fantastic cover from the Nina Simone original. Oh, what a, just what a track. It's hard not to be pumped straight after that. No. But uh, I can't stay and talk about Muse and Matt Bellamy being an absolute gun forever. Uh, it's time to go to the number one expert in Australian radio, the smartest man in the world. Eli, hit that stinger up. Sure. Everything you never knew with the All Day Breakfast resident expert. Dr. Josh, on the line now with us. Mate, how are you? I'm well. Good to be back after a, uh, a week's break, but looking forward to it. Mate, it's fantastic to actually have you here with me here. It's, it's <laughs> such a teamwork here. It's the first time. This is like a grand meeting. One of many, I hope. One of many. We've managed to dispel the rumours that Brent was just impersonating you or vice versa. Um, <laughs> so we're both in the same studio. So unless Brent's also on the phone at the same time, um, yeah, you can stop with the conspiracy theories, people. Um, so for those who are new to Australia's most informative radio segment, your academic credentials are quite extensive. What's the PhD you're undertaking at the moment? Uh, well... Obviously, I've got a lot of PhDs, but the uh, the thing I'm really interested in at the moment, um, I'm trying to give back to the people. So what I'm looking into at the moment is I'm trying to investigate why the general public continue to watch um, American television programs. So like Gossip Girl, Supernatural, Vampire Diaries. I just I don't understand why people would waste such precious time doing that. There's um, absolutely no educational benefit 
around those shows, barring the fact that every night table salt has to be spreaded all over the house to prevent demons from interrupting my sleep at night. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking into that at the moment, boys. Um, I'm not sure what the PhD would be behind that, but just trying to give back to the people. The PhD of giving back to the people. Brilliant. Um, that's why we've got you on here to field the swathes of audience questions that we've had come through on the All Day Breakfast Facebook. Now, first question, a few weeks back. We sprung it on you um, about two weeks ago. Uh, it's from mm. our Connor Van Kooten. He wrote into that's us with right. a solid conundrum, and he said, why is a cold called a cold? You don't always have to be cold to get a cold. Great question, and firstly, just want to apologise for Connor to uh, obviously two weeks now since I've um, been on the show, so um, mm-hmm. haven't stopped, haven't slept really, haven't stopped thinking about this, so um, it's, a, it's a real simple one. I've, I've indulged a bit further, and um, calling colds a cold came off the back of uh, just a geographic finding 73 years ago, so uh, a body, uh, not sure what's name, not, no, not sure who it is, John Doe will go with. Um, he, was, he was discovered in Antarctica with uh, frozen snot being attached to his nose and uh, later findings uncovered that at the time he was suffering from a virus at the time that was known as runny nasal syndrome. Yeah. Um, and then I guess just in, the, in light of the location, Antarctica obviously being very, really cold, um, researchers just decided to rename runny nasal syndrome to cold. Um, in terms of why they did that, not really sure. All I found is they were just freezing at the time, so they just thought I'll just call it cold. Fair so, enough. You're actually yeah, pretty simple. never been doubted before, and now I'm sure it never will again. That is some fantastic research you've done there, sir. My pleasure. So um, we've got another conundrum uh, here from the Facebook page. Uh, a few weeks back, we were talking to a good friend of the show, Courtney Lasky, aka Miss World Tasmania 2017, and even she, despite her specialist expertise, couldn't answer this one. Um, so John Peck asks, is there a Miss Parallel universe? And if so, uh, would it be a draw considering she was competing against parallel versions of herself? Good question. Uh, Miss Parallel universe, I have also haven't had the pleasure of, um, of meeting or finding that answer, but all I'll say is what I can confirm is you're actually speaking to Mr. Reverse Parallel here, not <laughs> Mr. Universe, Mr. Reverse Parallel. Um, they're really, really quite good at um, whipping cars into small spaces, and I'm, I'm yet to meet anyone better at doing it. So can't answer, can't help on the Miss Parallel Universe topic. I'll, I'll look into that further, but Mr. Parallel Reverse Parker here is me. <laughs> sorry, we, we, we sh- I'm sorry that we've been calling you Dr. Josh instead of Dr. Parallel Reverse. <laughs> yeah, just one of my many, one of my, one of my many names. But um, not understand. I'm not really sure why you're laughing. It's a very serious topic and something I take great pride in. So, so, so sorry, um, Professor. Uh, we didn't want to. Uh, we didn't want to offend. I don't want to. Uh, I just now understand where you're from. from. It's from your fantastic ability to drive. <laughs> Uh. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> gave him nothing to go on. There. Finally, finally, um, Brent, Brent's, uh, Brent's jokes have been dry all day. Oh, uh, but finally, quick one from me, just before we go, Dr. Josh. Uh, how do you uh. uncrease aluminium foil? Easy one, easy one, Eli. Actually, I actually do this all the time. Um, and obviously, aluminium foil comes in bulk, so I like to I like to uncrease mine as soon as I get it. So. 
Um, basically, what you do is uh, you get the aluminium foil and you wrap yourself head to toe in it, like mm-hmm. you would for your, your leftover food. Yep. Um, and then, and then you go to you get your kettle at home and you boil that, and then just from there you just tip you just tip the kettle all over your body, um, just the entire body. But all I'll say is um, make sure every part of your body is covered, otherwise. You know, like third degree burns or all that jazzy stuff, um, yep. pretty serious stuff. Um, don't be scared by that because I've done it plenty of times. And it, once, you, as you pour the hot water over your whole body, it might sting just a little bit, but um, all the creases just come out of the aluminium foil. So um, and it looks much better with your leftover food. So um, I know, in the, I know, in the office when I've got leftovers, I, I get a lot of comments from people just. Um, I think it's praising my aluminium foil, so um, <laughs> recommend it. Well, you know, uh, fantastic idea to uncrease foil. Uh, I'd like to point out really quickly, Sin does not endorse uh, you trying that at home. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do not attempt unless you are an academic professional to the level of Dr. Josh. Or Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but thank you so much for joining us, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on uh, for the first time with me here. And I do hope that uh, next week you've got a whole swath of information for us uh, ready to unload on the general public of Australia. Anytime, boys. Absolute pleasure. Lovely to meet you all. And uh, see you next week. Good stuff. Well, um, after the break, we're going to have a special guest in the studio. Mm-hmm. Bef- I, well, I've got a big announcement. Yeah, and Eli has big, big news. Big so news. stick around, because before that, we've got King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with the spider and me. That's a tongue twister. I think Eli just put in the run order to uh, trip me up. But exactly. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's a real, it's real name, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with the spider and me. Hot jazz for your afternoon, Fantastic. all day breakfast. Sin 90.7. Half a day is gone, and the best is still to come on the all-day breakfast. Sin 90.7. That was King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, the Spider and Me. You're on Sin 90.7, the all-day breakfast. And if you're just tuning in, our beautiful friend here, Eli, has got some big news. Massive news, just so you know. Um, just Look, I think it's the first time I've told you, by the way, as well, um, you two in person. I'm actually retiring from radio. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm retiring from radio for three weeks. That's not retiring. That's taking a break. No, no. If you, if look, I'm, I'm a little John Laws. You retire for three weeks and you go back and go do something else. You're a funcy. Yeah, You're yeah. Just doing a last time tour straight away at the <laughs> start of your career. Yeah, yeah. Look, I've interviewed Moddy. I've interviewed Gretel. It's fine. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. There's not more, not much else I can achieve for three weeks. <laughs> three weeks. I've retired for three weeks. I guarantee you. Um, but th- <laughs> so you just abandoning us? Yeah, yeah. Just I'm off. I'm out. But I'm not gonna. I'm not just gonna Jeez. go. Like I'm not just gonna like you know, off off and up you. I've got a. I'm gonna leave you a present. Oh, okay. I do like presents. You've won me back over. Please welcome to the show, Bonnie Barkmeyer. Thanks, guys. Happy to be here. I like that I'm referred to as a present. That's very nice. It's uh. Well, let's hope you're gifted. Oh, bloody good joke by Brittany again. Here we are. <laughs> well, <Bye>. I just. <laughs> I'd just like to say thank you so much for having me on the show. And also, thank you for whacking me in at the end, like after Gretel Colleen. That just does wonders for my <laughs> self-worth. <laughs> uh, look, Eli, thank you for, for dropping someone else in. Don't, you haven't just ran away. But not everyone is all-day breakfast material, all right? Like, you can't just go, all right, I'm out, boys, and here's, here's someone new. That's where you're wrong, because she's actually worked 
on seventeen hundred before with children and animals. She's going to work with an animal and a child here, so it's fine. It's all good. <laughs> Hang on. Wait, wh- wh- who's who? Yeah, uh, what's which? It doesn't really matter. What matters is Bonnie's here, and she's going to going to fill in for me while I retire for three weeks. No, I'm not there with this. Let's give her a quick interview. I mean, look, what what do you think you can bring to the all day breakfast team that we haven't already got? What can I bring? Well, I think. I'm going to bring my handbag <laughs> that has some old tissues for you guys that you mm. can use. Well, Josh is regularly ill, so that's <laughs> that's probably useful. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Is that, wait, is that it? That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> You're yeah, she's in. She's, she offers anything to the show. That's something because we, we were really scraping by the ball of the barrel here, so that's fine. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, look, you're in. Welcome. Uh, no one no one in the outside radio world can see that, but we just shook hands. It was a touching nice moment. Mm. Uh, a singular tear rose to my eye. Eli, we don't even want you here anymore, mate. Go home. Yeah, well, I'm out. So that's it. I'm, I'm off on a plane, and I'm going to be, you know... I really wish we'd knew this was coming before. I would have prepared a little in-memoriam <laughs> package, like a whole, like, this was the career of Eli. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I just, I just, I just do stuff, and I'm out. <laughs> Um, by the way, I forgot to ask Bonnie the big question. The big question? Yeah, the big question. So many big questions in one yeah, episode. Yeah. This is a yeah, big question, big look, episode. It's, it's very important. Bonnie needs, to, Bonnie needs to answer. All right, ready? I'm ready. Bonnie, please tell us, what do you eat for breakfast? Well, look, I'd like to say I have something interesting like you, Eli. Very Melbourne, very in at the moment. Fogs. But I, <laughs> to be honest, I'm not that interesting and I just have some toast with Vegemite. All right, just have the griddle. Classics. Two, two radio stars separated only by a handful of years. <laughs> so let's get more specific here. Are you a, a thin scraping or are you a generous helping of Vegemite? Probably thin scraping. You don't want to go too overboard. You know, like when you get someone else to make your toast and they just do it wrong? Yeah. yeah I hate that. Canola oh. spread or butter or margarine? Oh, butter, definitely. Mm. I'm not that healthy. Okay, you'll fit right in <laughs> with Brent's midnight pizzas. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, we have buttered you up pretty well to be hey. on the show. Hey. She's on. We've got her. <laughs> <laughs> you just redlined the mics there, Brent. I hope you're happy. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so next week on the show, um, I mean, look, it's going to be hard to follow up on Gretel Colleen, but um, we do have a man um, who, he's pretty entertaining. Me and Brent have seen him live. It's uh, Ryan Kefefe. Wait. Ryan, Ryan Coffey. <laughs> Ryan Coffey, sorry. Ryan Coffey on the show, fantastic comedian, been at the game for years. He's going to come in the studio and do a song live on air. That's how special things are going to be. What a fantastic first show for you to be on. I'm so excited. I can't wait. You get free free live music every week. Um, oh, well, this week anyway. We can't promise anything, but... Um, <laughs> So it's a pretty sweet deal, if I might say so myself. But uh, we've come to the end of today's show. Thanks so much for joining us to uh, all our listeners. Thanks so much to Greta, Colleen and uh, Josh, if they're still listening, which they probably aren't. They've got more important things to do. Quick one. Going to post all those uh, that, those photos of mealtime up on Facebook for you. You're wow, not going to believe it. clips so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to believe it. Anyway, I, mean, I, I, for- I already forgot that happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your retirement, Eli. Sorry, retiring. But, uh, yes, make sure you catch the uh, podcast if you've missed any of this today. All Day Breakfast reheated on Omni and iTunes. And I have one final piece of advice for Eli before he uh, departs mm-hmm. on his way to uh, to the land of the maple leaf. Yeah. Stay true to yourself, all right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sin 90.7, All Day Breakfast. And that's 
all for this week. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Bebo. And be sure to catch us here on Sin 90.7 for the all-day breakfast. Until next time, stay true to yourself.